the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, I'm your host, Al Fadi, and this is um, Let Us Reason. And uh, I have a very exciting uh, show for you today, and hopefully even uh, part two next week, uh, Lord willing. But with me here in the studio, a very dear friend. In fact, my journey on radio began on his show, Vocab Malone. Say hello, bro. Hey, how you doing, everybody? It's great to be on my favorite show on 1360, besides when I'm on Koinonia. Yep, I'm sure you feel that way. So uh, uh, some of you probably have heard Vocab before uh, here on uh, KPXQ 1360, and now he has his own show called Urban Theologian. Vocab, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit more about that? Well, UrbanTheologianRadio.com is the place where you can go to find uh, the uh, archives that we've got on there. It's on iTunes as well, of course. We've got some videos up at our YouTube channel, Urban Theologian Radio as well as some blogs there at streetapologist.com. And there's a lot to hear. There's a lot to hear because we've been doing it like five years, man. Five years, believe it or not. Praise Show God. pretty much every week. So I encourage people just to go on com and find shows. If they want to find out things related to what you do, they can click on the tab or topic of Islam or Muslims, and they'll find a whole bunch of shows related to that. Absolutely. And the reason why we are um, basically... Um, talking today with vocab has to do with something very special that happens every year at least this is its seventh year it's called ministry to muslims arizona and uh, what it is it's basically a gathering of some sort uh, that involves a lot of things involves basically outreach it involves also uh, witnessing it involves training it involves debates it involves uh, a lot of fun activities that are related to sharing the gospel, and it usually coincides with the Arab American Festival. So, Vokap, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about this um, ministry to Muslims and how did it come about, uh, uh, basically, to be called Ministry to Muslims Arizona, for instance? There's a brother uh, originally out of Anaheim, well, originally out of Assyria and then originally out of Sudan, but then Anaheim area of California named George Saig. And um, he was motivated around 9-11 to really get involved in sharing the gospel to the Islamic community in the United States of America. And he began something called Ministry to Muslims. And one of the big things they would do would take trips to Dearborn. And if anyone knows about the way cities are, Dearborn is sometimes called Dearbornistan because of the heavy uh, 
Middle Eastern population there. And so obviously a lot of Islam and they have a big festival every year, an Arab American festival. It's really big. It's really large. And so they would basically do mission trips up there and uh, all kinds of crazy things happen. But then they would look around the country and look for other places where similar, albeit smaller festivals would happen as well. And what do you know, ladies and gentlemen? There's an Arab American festival that happens every year here in Phoenix, Arizona. And that's how I met George, and that's how we had the conferences. And by the way, I mean, I just uh, I want to, you know, uh, shout out uh, uh, this idea to churches and believers. They keep asking me, especially this year, uh, I've been preaching about uh, how we ought to treat refugees, uh, you know, given the political uh, environment that we're dealing with. And, of course, I focus on Muslim refugees. And really one of the ways to connect just with Muslims in general and learn about the culture of the Middle East and things like that would be an activity like this or an event like this called the uh, Arab American Festival. You get to uh, experience uh, Middle Eastern food, Middle Eastern culture. You can build relationships with people. Sometimes if you don't go and you do not engage with people, you are going to make a lot of uh, false assumptions. Right. Going to the Arab American Festival is a wonderful experience, first of all. You get to learn about other cultures, and you get to hear all types of different languages you might not hear in your everyday life. You get to hear some music you probably aren't accustomed to hearing, seeing new styles of dress. Um, You get to see people not just from one country, but all over the Middle East and North Africa and other places as well, but especially those places. You get to try different kinds of food. And so it's an important experience, I think, in that level alone. It's almost like missionary prep work. Maybe you could go the first year and you could just kind of get accustomed and all that. But what we do every year is work with a number of different churches that do things like have booths there because you can buy a booth, buy a tent. And then at the festival, you can do things at that booth or at that tent. Most folks sell stuff, but we like to give away free Bibles and literature, uh, children's face painting do activities with the kids, tell them about Jesus, play videos, offer shelter in the rain. Sometimes it rains during the festival. You never know what's going to happen. It's outside of Indian Steel Park. And do things like that that are a service to the community, all the while sharing the good news of Christ to uh, a lot of people who might not have this kind of freedom and access to it in their countries of origin. So it is a great opportunity for churches and Christians to be involved. And honestly, it is fun. There's bouncy houses for the kids. I mean, you could bring your kids, do service half the time, and then uh, play with the kids and kind of get to know people on that personal level the other time. So the Arab American Festival is a mission field ripe and ready for the local Arizona and Phoenix church. Problem is just a lot of folks don't know about it. And that's what we're trying to do, partially, Al-Fadi, is to raise awareness. You know? Amen. And, for instance, this year starts today, right? Well, here's what's so crazy. The conference is starting today, but at the last second this year, they canceled the Arab America Festival. And so now it's been moved all the way to the spring. So it always happens like the third week of October for the past uh, like seven or eight, nine years that I've known of. It got canceled the last second, but we've already got everything in place for the conference. So we're still doing a great missions training conference. We're still going to go to some local mosque and share the gospel outside as the people are leaving tomorrow. We're still going to hear from great speakers, both through teleconference and live in person, such as Sam Shamoon and C.L. Edwards from 
Chicago and Los Angeles, respectively. And we're still going to uh, get great training and have great opportunities and all that. But the actual Arab American Festival this year, I can't. so it is a little disorganized, the Arab American Festival. Um, <laughs> it's still a lot of fun when they have it, but it's still going to happen in the spring, and we're going to see what we're going to do then. But the conference is still happening, and it begins tonight. And where can people go to attend parts of this conference? It's mainly going to be held at the First Arabic Baptist Church, a place that not a lot of people even know exists. But it's important. It does exist. A lot of Middle Eastern background Christians attend there, as you can imagine. The pastor's name is Jamal Bashara, a wonderful man of God. And it's right over there on 23rd Avenue in between Indian School and Camelback. So North Central Phoenix, not too difficult to get to, right off the freeway. It is basically the North east corner of Campbell and 23rd Avenue. Mm-hmm. You got it. And so that's where we'll be tonight. I'll be there at 6.30. So I'd love to come see people that are listening to the show. And they're going to meet some great brothers and sisters from all over, from all types of backgrounds. That's one beautiful thing about being involved in ministry to Muslims is you really see the diversity of the church. You hear the different languages. You see the different cultural customs. You get to taste the different types of food. You get to hear the different stories about people's experiences. You get to see the way God has saved people all over this globe. And you find out about persecution. You will hear about that because a lot of these folks have family members or themselves have experienced it. And so... It is such an eye-opening opportunity, not only to reach out to Muslims, but what I've noticed is whenever the church gets together to serve, they always come together themselves as well. They don't have as much time to be fighting each other. They're reaching out, and they grow in unity, and I've enjoyed that experience these past seven years as well, brother. Amen. And on Saturday, uh, uh, today, basically, uh, what are the activities that you're aware of? Well, I'm going to bring up the uh, calendar here. Give me a second, and... I've got some of the things going on, but I could tell you one thing while I'm making sure I have this calendar is that <laughs> this is this is like the third time this has happened, okay? We get a Muslim debater. He's supposed to show up and come. And somehow their airplane just... Uh, Something always happens, yeah. It's amazing how that happens all the time. And so it's happened again this year, so the Muslim debater backed out. It's not happening now. There was a big debate scheduled. With Sam Shamoon, he was going to do two debates, October 15th in the morning, and now that's not on because the guy backs out. And so, but Sam Shamoon is sometimes, uh, he's been nicknamed by James White as the Assyrian Encyclopedia. That's because he's an Assyrian ethnically and he has knowledge that is encyclopedic, uh, however you pronounce that word. He's going to be doing some great training. Was Muhammad a moral example for all mankind? Was Muhammad a moral example for all mankind? That's going to be something he's going to be teaching and training on. So learn more about the biography of the man that Muslims view as a prophet. When is he going to do it? This Saturday, 10 a.m. What time is this show airing, brother? The show airs at 10.30. Okay. Well, so if someone's hearing it right now, they'll come because I'm going to make a joke. And I'll just tell you it's how it is. There's something called Middle Eastern Time. And it's kind of on a sliding scale a little bit. And my point is, even though it says 10 a.m., if you hear this broadcast at 1030 and you come on down to the church, you'll still get to hear plenty. That's my point. The chances are <laughs> it hadn't started probably. Yes, exactly. Does the Bible teach Jesus is God? That's another thing he's going to be teaching on. 
Does the Bible Teach Jesus as God by Sam Shimon? And then The Old Testament and Islam by Alex Karamilli. That's going to be great. And then later on, we're going to do an outreach event. There's going to be kids' activities and even a ladies' henna party. That's going to be happening there at the church. So really neat, interesting thing. And you're going to learn about how to share the gospel one-on-one to Muslims all Saturday. So if someone's hearing this now, they come down to First Arabic Baptist Church at 2232 West Campbell Avenue. They will have plenty they're going to learn about. And they're going to meet some great people and maybe even get to speak to some Muslims personally. We, we don't know how it's going to work out. But so we'll it see. starts at 10, and it goes until when, uh, all these activities you mentioned? Um, I mean, there's going to be uh, 10 to 12 is the teaching time. Then at 12 is where the outreach and the kids' activities and the ladies' henna and some of the other training happens. So 12 to kind of whenever. My guess is around 2. There'll probably be some lunch in there. We usually uh, kind of stop, pause, and get some lunch together. That's always fun. You know, get some hero wraps, something like that. So probably till about 2 o'clock or so. But there's all these fellowship afterwards. I mean, these folks just love people. They love Jesus. They love Muslims. And they're a lot of fun to hang out with. How about at nighttime, uh, anything on Saturday or Sunday? Um, There's some things, but nothing like official, all public. It's more like if you come in the morning or afternoon, which I encourage you to do, the event is free, everybody. Then word of mouth, you'll find out what's going on later that night. Sometimes we have to do things that way because of the nature of the type of ministry we're doing and different things like that. So there'll be other things later in that night, but we'll uh, we'll let you know once we see you in that morning or afternoon. But I'm telling you, even if you can only come for 30 minutes, an hour, the name of the event this year is called Our Strong Tower. That rhymed, by the way. And I encourage you to come, and you will not regret, regret it. You're going to meet Jamal Bashar, the pastor of the church there. And uh, meet brothers and sisters from all over the United States who have an interest in sharing the gospel with the Muslim community here. Now, can people um, have access to anything they missed, for instance, on Thursday or Friday on the web? Well, sometimes things get recorded, sometimes they don't. So... And that's I for safety reasons sometimes. Yeah, there's that's reason. You know, we've had people give testimonials in there from Syria, for example... And, uh, you know, we might record it, but then the public then doesn't have access to it. It's more for just ministry partners to see something like that. But I could tell you about one thing that uh, – so some things will be recorded. I don't know how quick they're going to be up. But, for example, last year I was actually engaged in a debate with a Muslim apologist who did not cancel <laughs> named Shadid Lewis. And we did two debates back-to-back. You can find them on YouTube.com on Urban Theologian Radio's YouTube channel – is the Quran trustworthy debate? Is the New Testament trustworthy debate? Those are the two debates we did back to back. He did a great job, I think. He was respectful. I enjoyed getting to know him. And um, I think it turned out very well. So you can hear last year's debate, for example. So you get an idea of some of the stuff that's happened uh, in years past. Amen. So hopefully we'll have some more by the time they come. Uh, Saturday. So give us some highlight about uh, this, um, you know, basically uh, um, conference, mm-hmm. this training. Um, you were mentioning uh, Brother uh, George Sayer. You know, how did it come about right after September 11 that uh, uh, he organized it? Which organization, for instance, partnered with him? Which individuals you can highlight for right. us throughout the years? George uh, has a lot of connections with the Calvary chapels there in California, and so especially Calvary Chapel Anaheim. And I've really gotten to become familiar with that church. Great group of people there. And they have been very supportive to what he does. And uh, 
have really um, opened a lot of doors. It's been good to see. I really appreciate Calvary Chapel and their willingness to do that, especially Calvary Chapel, Anaheim. There's others in the area. And so he be, he just begins networking and networking with people, bringing people of various backgrounds together. And then he organizes these trips to different places, such as Dearborn, such as Phoenix, Arizona, and other places in the country. Uh, they've done some stuff in New York, I believe. Uh, they've done some stuff in London, arranged some really amazing debates there called the London Debates. Uh, I think Shabir Ali was involved with those. So George is just constantly moving, going, always bringing people together, always spreading information, just really, uh, you know, it's not about himself. It's about the the mission, the job that needs to get done. And through that, I've met a lot of great people through Brother George. And um, the what happened is I followed David Wood's blog. This is about uh, seven years ago. And it said, coming to Phoenix, Arizona. I said, David Wood is coming to Phoenix, Arizona. He's one of my favorite guys to hear speak. I'd love to hear him. What's going on? So I get a hold of him. He says, I have no idea what we're doing. Contact this guy. So I call George. And I say, hey, what's going on? He's like, well, we're coming, but we don't have any places booked. I said, what do you mean? So basically, they didn't have any of the churches and venues worked out. So I made uh, our church available, as well as Apologia Church, Jeff Durbin's church, got involved, involved and, and they had Sam Shamoon speak there, for example. An Assemblies of God Church on the south side, there on Baseline. So this is multiple denominations, multiple churches coming together to make this happen. Uh, my friend, Pastor Tommy, down there. And so we all came together to ho- host in different days of the of the conference. And we did... And I said, let's just keep on doing this. So we've been working together every year since then, and it's been a blessing. And so that's kind of the genesis of the conference in Arizona. Amen. And I remember that year uh, very well. Um, Also, um, tell us about uh, some of the individuals who have been involved throughout the years. Right. There's some great people I've had a chance to meet. Let me start with Anthony Rogers. A few years back, um, his debate partner— Canceled, of course. 2014. I think, yeah, I think you're right on that. And so at the last minute, they said, FOCAP, could we do a training debate, a mock debate, where you play the role of the Muslim apologist and debate Anthony? So I said, okay. So I came under the name Jamar Sadat. Jamar Sadat. And uh, I debated Anthony Rogers. And I tried to do my best to be very respectful, not making fun. I even tried to dress kind of like a uh, I don't mean in a in a in a garb, but like more of a conservative, you know, docker, uh, do, you know, a docker pants and, and a button-down shirt and comb my hair, didn't wear a hat, you know. And I tried my best to really give good arguments against uh, what he was talking about. I think they turned out well. Those are on YouTube as well. You can find those. I believe they're on Vimeo. If you just put Jamar Sadat, Anthony Rogers, training debate, something like that. So that was a fun, interesting experience. I almost felt like I was blaspheming there in the house of the Lord, though, because I was, you know, denying the deity of Jesus. <laughs> I was attacking the credibility of the New Testament. I felt awful afterwards. I had to go take a shower right when I got home. But um, I didn't do it through ablations, though. But uh, <laughs> so th- there's Anthony Rogers. And... Um, there's Jamal Bashar, the pastor there of the First Arabic Baptist Church that I've mentioned. There's also a Jewish brother in the Lord named Jeff Cran. He's with Chosen People Ministries. And he's come and he spoke on the Old Testament to us. And it was so beautiful. Last year, Pastor Jamal uh, broke out um, an instrument that he plays very well and sang in Arabic. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not telling the story. Sang a song he knew in Hebrew to Brother Jeff. And so Jamal's background is Palestinian, so he's a Palestinian Christian living in the United States, and he sang a song of, of praise and worship 
uh, about God, uh, sort of dedicated in a way to Jeff, who was there. And so it was awesome. And you had a Palestinian Christian singing to a Jewish man here uh, in Hebrew a song to Yahweh. It was just a beautiful, touching, powerful moment. And they both talked about how the gospel is really the only solution to the Middle, the Middle Eastern crisis, to whatever term you prefer to use, the Palestinian crisis, the problems over there. And what was the name of the gentleman, Jeff, what you said? Jeff Cran, K-R-A-N. And he is great. He's funny. He's witty. He's quick. He's concise. He has great knowledge on a number of topics. He is one of my favorite people, besides you, Alfadi, to work with. Oh, thank you, bro. And he's right there in Glendale. And so local churches should definitely book him. He's not going to promote himself or try to call you. But if, if you can track him down at the Chosen People Ministries website, Jeff Cran will be a solid, balanced teacher on Hebrew things and all of that in a way that I— it does the Messianic community a real uh, proud service. He's just such a great representative. In fact, he's doing something attacking sometimes what you might see the excess. He's doing a dissertation against the Hebrew Roots movement, some of the excess that's going on with that. And so that'd be great. You should have him on your show talk about the Hebrew Roots movement. He's really good on it. But so Jeff Cran was there. And then, uh, of course, Jeff Durbin came and spoke on the Trinity from Apologia Church Radio and TV, and he's really good on that topic, and that's an important topic to understand when dealing with Muslims, the Trinity. I mentioned David Wood. He's just a hilarious big dude from the Bronx, and any debate or any topic he gives is fantastic. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Absolutely. I always watch his post on Facebook. I have to really uh, hold myself from dying from laughing. Yeah, yeah, seriously, right? I mean, (laughs) David Wood. So uh, he's another brother, and his partner in crime there, Sam Shamoon, as I mentioned earlier, and he'll be there this year in the flesh. And uh, then who else do we got? David Witt. He's a brother from northern Arizona who does a lot of work through something called the Spirit of Martyrdom. He used to work for Voices of the Martyrs with a persecuted church, and he was there one year, and he's great. These are local people in a way. Another brother, this is not his real name, but it's what he goes by. I'm sure everyone understands that. Daniel Ted does something called Christian Islamic Dialogue, and he leads a coalition of local Phoenix believers to witness at the different mosques in the valley as they're leaving Juma, that's Friday prayer, as they're leaving to speak with them about the gospel. And they're faithful brothers. They're out there all the time. Amen. And it's just great to see. So these are some of the people, and you never know who you're going to run into. Like, you'll run into a guy who looks like a normal guy. Next thing you know, he's like a world-class apologist. I had this happen one time. There's a brother. He's wheelchair-bound. His name is Sammy. He's from Egypt. Uh, very nice, gentle. Starts opening his mouth. This guy, these guys, this is a normal working-class guy. He's, like, phenomenal with the amount of things he knows. Of course, he speaks Arabic and English both flawlessly. I mean, you're just going to run into some dynamic, world-class Christians out there. Amen. Amen, brother. And, um, you know, before we close um, this uh, uh, this part of our show, tell us a little bit more about your own ministry, brother, so people know how to uh, uh, go and listen to your own shows. Well, um, the the best way to hear archive stuff is through UrbanTheologianRadio.com. If you go through all those shows, you can go to the prior broadcast we did called Backpack Radio. So go to BackpackRadio.com. There's so much content there on all types of apologetic topics from Islam to Mormonism to Jehovah's Witness to Roman Catholics to atheism. We do debates to the historical Jesus to intelligent design, creation, evolution, boom, 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 boom. But the current thing I'm really involved with as far as radio is here on 1360. Brother Tom Brown does a thing called Quinnia Radio. And every Tuesday, he lets me sit in his chair. And so I take over the show every Tuesday from 2 and 3. So if you want to hear some live stuff that I'm doing right now, tune in 
this Tuesday to Koinonia Radio at 2 o'clock, and you'll hear us do a great show. In fact, my guest this week is Jeff Cran speaking on the Hebrew Roots Movement. That's wonderful. You should really invite me to that show. I would uh, love to have you on sometime. Oh, wait. Sometimes I do it, too. <laughs> yes, you do. So, um, to close... Uh, basically, uh, we wanted you to be aware of all these fun activities uh, that will bring glory to our Lord. And uh, we have uh, many things are happening here just right in our backyard. So hopefully, uh, if you're listening to this show in particular, you find all of this information that we shared with you will be very helpful. And for me, at least, I am so excited to tell you that we are approaching uh, the end of our second year, just two more shows from now. And uh, we will be doing our own highlights uh, for that matter. But you can go and listen to all of the archived shows on our website, Sierra International. That's C-I-R-A International.com. And uh, just go to Let Us Reason, and you'll, you'll uh, uh, see all of the archived shows in there. Well, uh, hopefully uh, you were blessed by having vocab here. I know I am. I'm always uh, blessed to have uh, the uh, dear brother here. And hopefully uh, you will also benefit from uh, the info that uh, we shared with you and also benefit from our both uh, shows uh, respectively here, uh, the things that he does, the things that I do, and Google some of these uh, fabulous names like uh, Sam Shimon and David Wood and others. Let Until me give we a phone number. Will we close? Is that all right real quick? Sure, brother? sure. 602-488-1870. Call 602-488-1870. Text and let them know you're coming, and that's a way to get more information. One more time, 602-488-1870. That's information for the conference. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Lord bless you. And uh, we'll meet again next week. I'm looking forward to it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.